Welcome to the Restoration Marketing Experts Podcast. Are you a restoration contractor that wants to take their business to the next level? If so, you're going to want to listen to what John O'Long has to say about the newest trends in digital marketing for water, fire, mold, and smoke restoration and remediation businesses. Here's your host, John O'Long. My name is John I'm with Restoration Marketing Experts, and we work exclusively with restoration companies, contractors, uh, to get you more leads, to get you more phone calls, which we all know is is a lot of hard work and it takes some time. And so uh, we're going to talk about that today and hopefully give you guys uh, as much information as we possibly can and and help you guys out and uh, just give some value to what you're doing. And and hopefully there's so much that you can do on your own without hiring someone like me or hiring some other company uh, and, and spending a lot of money. Of course, we love to help companies. We love to have the business just like you're trying to grow your business. So I'm not gonna not gonna mislead you about that. But we do believe there are some things that you, there's plenty of things that you can do on your own uh, if you spend a little bit of time each week and can grow your company and, and improve your online marketing. Uh, we've talked uh, last month about your Google business profile, your Google My Business profile. And so we had a good response to that and, and everyone learned a lot. And I think some of you guys have implemented some of the things that we talked about with doing the Google business posts and making sure that your categories are right and, and that everything's optimized on that profile so that you can get more of that organic traffic because organic traffic is good. Now, it takes a while to get things going. <clears throat> excuse me, it takes a while to get things going. And with SEO, you don't really see the good stuff for, you know, four five, six months sometimes, depending on the competition. And we all know that the restoration business, it is high, high cutthroat competition, and which drives up the difficulty of search engine optimization and also drives up the difficulty of pay-per-click campaigns, Google ad campaigns. And so we're going to talk about that for a little bit. Now, in uh, in a month or so, we're going to be having some other webinars. We're going to talk to talk to you about how to build a website, especially that landing page for these ads and, and for organic landing pages to really optimize those to where there's strong calls to action. And when someone make, makes it to that website, that there is it is compelling and makes them want to call you or fill out the form. And because what we see a lot of times is, is every ad is just sending people to their homepage, which is not really valuable because if someone is looking for a specific service, we need to get them to a landing page about that specific service. If they have got a flooded basement, we need to get them to a, a page that's all about your basement flooding. And so we'll talk about building, uh, building out websites over the next month or so. And uh, we've got some other good topics that we want to talk with you about, especially how to get how to get more Google reviews and how to automate that. We want to help with that. And so that's all stuff that we've got coming up. But we'll go ahead and dive in, uh, dive in here to our uh, PPC chat today. And uh, again, I'm John O'Long and with Restoration Marketing Experts. And so we work with restoration contractors, again, to get that phone uh, to ring. So let's move on. What we're going to cover today, and so if you stick with us, what we're going to cover is why pay-per-click PPC, we'll just shorten that to PPC, is the key to unlimited scalability in terms of lead flow 
for your restoration business. Now, you can really grow your business if you're willing to invest some money into PPC because while organic leads are great and, and SEO is great, and, and I uh, love SEO and, and, and we don't take on any clients that we really can't do search engine optimization for because that is such a huge piece of your online uh, marketing. And so adding PPC to the mix just pours gasoline on the fire when it's done right. We're also gonna talk about how to set up and structure your pay-per-click marketing campaign for minimum cost per lead. We wanna get that cost per lead down and we wanna get as much money, as much return on the investment as we possibly can. Uh, but let's say, let's go ahead and throw this out there that that does take time. Uh, what we do love about ads is that they can come in and do things rather quickly, but it does take some time to get those dialed in. And I'll explain what I mean by that because that's kind of contradictory. I'll explain that a little bit more in a minute. So we're also gonna talk about the KPIs, uh, the key performance indicators that you need to be looking for to see that your ads are actually working. We're gonna talk about tracking the ads, building some landing pages, and then how to structure the campaigns so that it's organized and, and you're getting the most, most bang for your buck, okay? So uh, yeah, so if you, if you stay to the end, we'll give you all those things and um, we'll, um, we, we do have a little offer for you uh, at the end. So hopefully you'll stick around but we understand if you're busy. So let's answer this question real quick. Should PPC be, an, be a part of my overall internet marketing strategy? Why should I do uh, any Google ads? Why should I spend any money on PPC? And I know a lot of people, um, maybe you, you've been burned. And so it's, you're, you're thinking, I don't think it should be a part. I don't want anything to do with it anymore because we've sunk money into it and, and I'm just not interested in that. It does take a good chunk of change to get some results with Google ads, especially in restoration, the cost per click, uh, depending on the area and the cost per click for keywords uh, is different in every area, depending on the market, depending on the competition. So, you know, downtown Atlanta, the, the cost per click for water damage restoration is, is around 50 bucks. You get out into the rural areas, it's you're, you're down in the 30s, but that's still a pretty high uh, cost per click when you compare it to some other industries where your your plumbers and, and maybe your your just general contractors, guys like that, maybe spending seven or eight dollars. But overall, yes, PPC should be a part of the strategy because it does allow you to to scale uh, faster. It, it allows you to do some things that you just can't get with search engine optimization, there does come a point where you can hit a lid with search engine optimization. And there are some people that you're just not gonna reach without spending some money on some ads. So yes, I, I believe the answer is, it should be a part of your overall strategy. Maybe you've been burned uh, and maybe it wasn't done right, but really do believe this is an important piece, okay? And in fact, if you look at kind of the overall, what we would call the, the internet, the, the domination strategy that we want to dominate every piece of real estate on the internet with your company. You know, number one foundationally is the website and search engine optimization, building links. But number two out of eight is Google AdWords and getting into pay-per-click. So we believe that it's a big part of what we do. Then we move into social media. We move into some of the paid uh, directories like Angie's List, stuff like that. Um, then we can get into email and 
and YouTube and stuff like that, rewards programs. But the, these first two foundational platforms, getting your website right and then getting into uh, your pay per click. So we do believe that it's, it's important. So why should it be a part of your internet marketing strategy? Let's go through these. Number one, we want to start showing up quickly. And maybe that should say as quick as possible because there's a lot of factors there. Sometimes the, the idea is, is that it is going to take search engine optimization a little while to get going. It, like I said, you may not see the good stuff for four to six months. With pay-per-click ads, the idea is that we can start getting the phone to ring while we're waiting on SEO to gain some momentum. And so I talked to a lot of guys in the restoration industry and everyone's fine. They under, most of the guys I talk to understand that SEO is going to take some time. But I do, I do come across quite a bit where uh, people that I talk to think that the Google ads should really start working you know, within 24 hours. And sometimes that could be the case. If you've been running ads for a long time and you've had some ads running, then Google can take that data and we can take that data and we can make some optimizations based on that data that could theoretically have the phone ringing much better, get much better leads in the next days, in the next in the next weeks and, and move things really fast along. But if you've never done any ads before whatsoever, it's going to take, you know, sometimes it takes a couple months, um, maybe even up to 90 days with a really good budget to start seeing those results. And the truth is you've got to spend some money. If you want to show up quickly, depending on the competition, you've got to, you've got to spend some money on this. The other the other thing that's great about this is that you can show up as often as possible where your customers are looking. So we can really target these ads to show up as often as possible uh, based on your budget, how much you want to spend, where your customers are really looking. Okay. And so it does take a minute to get dialed in, but it's faster than SEO and we can get in front of your customers exactly where they're looking. And the great thing about Google ads is that they are intent based. So when people are searching on Google and they are looking for fire damage restoration company near me or mold removal near me, they are intending on hiring a company. And so those clicks are profitable, but those clicks also become expensive because they are much warmer leads. With Google Ads too, you can also show up for the non-geo-modified terms like water damage, fire damage, mold remediation, restoration contractor without the person having to type in water damage in Phoenix, Arizona, or fire damage in Atlanta, Georgia. You can target those people and figure out what phrases they're using, and it does, they don't have to include their city to go after them. We can go after them. We can target those specific areas, those zip codes. We can do radiuses. We can draw a line around however we want to do that. We can go after counties, uh, but we don't have to have the, the geo-modified terms. And then just unlimited scalability in that if, if you're willing to spend some money, and again, it does take money. Uh, I know some guys who would say, if you're not going to spend $5,000 a month on Google ads, then, then you're wasting your time. I've had that conversation recently. And uh, there's some truth in that. There's a lot of markets in the United States where if you're not going to spend several thousand dollars a month, then you're just going to be extremely disappointed. Uh, there are some markets with less competition that you could get away with a lower budget than that, uh, maybe maybe three. Um, but 
if we're not willing to spend, then it's uh, we're, we're only going to get so far and it's going to take longer to get enough data to optimize those ads. And it's going to take a while uh, just to for the phone to start ringing. But if you're willing to spend some money with Google, then you can there is a huge, uh, almost unlimited opportunity to grow and go after those clicks. Now, why do most campaigns fail? You know, a lot of people have been burned. A lot of people that I talk to have been burned by other companies. And you've maybe worked with good companies, big companies that, that actually know their stuff. And, and it, just, it just didn't work. And so th there's, there's a lot of things that, um, there's a lot of reasons it could go wrong. One, whoever was handling it may just fail to understand the Google Ads auction process and the complexity of the restoration industry. Google Ads can get complex. There's lots of layers and things are always changing. In fact, this month in July, Google Ads has made a big change into in how keywords work. And we'll talk about that in just a moment, but they're always making changes. And, and so you've got to be reading, you've got to be watching out and, and paying attention uh, or ads can become obsolete. Sometimes people only set up one ad group for all of their services and you can't target like you need to target. Uh, so you don't want an ad group that that just talks about everything that you do, water damage, fire damage, mold, cleaning, carpet cleaning, steam, whatever that it is that you do. You don't want to cram those all in to one ad group. We want to spread those out so that we can target those individually and really get kind of granular and drill those down and, and target people specifically with ads that are specific to the services. And so a lot of times, number three here, we don't use specific text ads and landing pages for groups of keywords. And so what, what I mean by that is you've got to get the text in the ads relevant and it needs to be about one service, water damage restoration or your basement flooded. And then there needs to be a landing page that is all about that group of keywords. What we don't want is to have a specific ad all about mold removal and then send them to a page like your homepage that's got all of your services, kind of an overview of your services there. If someone's looking for mold removal or if they know to use the term mold remediation, um, we want to get them to a page that's all about mold in their house and what you can do uh, to, to remove that, to help them, to solve their problem. And so it may be that you need to have your website designer, whoever handles your website, build out some pages that you can link to in your ads. Because right now, if your ads are all going in the homepage, uh, then your ad campaigns are probably struggling. And then finally, a, a lot of times we see there's just no strong call to action or no offer on the landing page. Uh, we want to tell the people that come to your page, your landing page, after they've clicked on their, your ad, what exactly do you want them to do? Do you want them to click the button to call you? Or do you want them to, uh, do you want them to fill out a form? If, if, you, if, if you want them to click that call button, then it needs to be big and it needs to be there a couple times and it needs to be the first thing they see. One of the things though, that if you've got, if you're not going to be there to answer the phone though, then maybe we want them to fill out a form because we, we work with, sometimes we see that people click to call uh, the company, then they get this long recorded message with a menu and, you know, click here, click this, click one, click two. And, and people just don't seem to really want to do that. And we see a lot of hangups uh, when they get lost in those menus. And so really need somebody to answer the phone and, and take charge there and start talking to that person. Um, if, you, if you can't do that, then maybe a form 
uh, filling out a form is a better idea. But one of the things that's going to upgrade your ads exponentially is having an offer in there. People want a discount. People want something free. So there, there needs to be some kind of offer to get their attention, whether it is uh, $500 off or a free inspection, which is kind of which is kind of typical. So maybe you want to up the ante there, uh, but but knocking a percentage off, knocking $500 off of a specific service or $100 off of $20 off a specific service or or Amazon gift card uh, for for if, if you, you get the job if, if they choose you, whatever, uh, entice them, make, put some incentive in there and, and give your ads an offer. Now, um, there's something else that we want to talk about, uh, and, and I didn't put it on this slide, but uh, Google has a thing called your quality score. And your quality score is calculated based on uh, three components. The first one is the expected click-through rate. So Google goes back and looks at how your ads have performed, and they give you a quality score and it includes how your ads have performed and the clicks that you've got, the likelihood that your ad's going to be clicked on. Then they look at the ad relevance. Does the ad match? Does the, do the words in the ad match what the people are typing in uh, to, into Google when they're searching? And then the landing page experience. How good is the landing page? Does it talk about the service that the person was looking for? And so those three things go in to create a quality score that, that carries a lot of weight in Google's eyes and whether or not they're going to show your ads, serve your ads up, and, and how well these ads are going to perform. Quality score is a big deal. So you want to make sure that you're keeping an eye on that. Make sure that you're getting a good click-through rate. Make sure that you're changing things. Maybe try some new headlines to get that click-through rate up. Make sure that the ad relevance, that you've got those keyword groups in there that match the keywords on the page, uh, and so that you've got a good landing page experience. So, so pay some close attention to that because that's a big deal. Now, let's move on to, we'll come back to this here in a moment. We're, we're going to look at how to set up and structure your pay-per-click marketing campaign for minimum cost per lead and maximum ROI because this, uh, this is important. We want to structure our ad campaigns properly. We see this all the time that people just kind of rush through the setup process and it's just not done properly. And so then you just end up wasting a lot of money and then you give up on Google ads because, hey, man, I, I tried it. I did what they said and we just wasted a bunch of money. We didn't get any jobs. So how to structure your pay-per-click campaign. Conversion tracking is a must. You've got to connect it to your Google Analytics. So you want to make sure that Google Analytics is set up and that analytics is talking to Google ads so that you can set some goals and you can tell Google that, hey, when someone fills out this form, that's a conversion. We want to know that that's a conversion so that that can figure into how much we spent, how much our clicks cost, and, and ultimately do the math and tell us how much a conversion, how much a lead is costing us, how much we're having to spend on getting a lead so we can get that, that cost down. If we're having to spend $700 on a lead for a $1,000 mold job, then that, that's not real profitable. Now, $700 per lead that turns into a $12,000 water damage restoration job is, is not so bad. Your campaign must be broken into smaller ad groups, targeting the various services that you provide so that your text ads match what the person typed. So you want to break your ads out into smaller 
ad groups that target your various services. We'll look at a breakdown of this in a minute, but you, you want an ad group that's all about your brand, all about your name. Uh, we want an ad group that's all about restoration marketing experts so that if someone's looking for you and maybe they misspell your name, but they, they know your company's name, but they misspell it or they do something kind of weird, uh, they reverse the order of the words, whatever, or they, they, they can't think of the name of your company, but they know the name of the, the owner. You want to have a brand campaign that, that's got those words in it so that people, if they're looking for you, they get you. And then you want to have, uh, you want to have a, a restoration, restoration campaign that's got a keyword group that's, uh, or, or an ad group that's all about water damage restoration, an ad group about fire, an ad group about mold. So you can keep those organized and target them differently. You want to make sure that you also, you've got to have a strong understanding of keyword match types and you can't forget about negative keywords. Okay. So part of the difficulty in having a strong understanding of the keyword match types is the fact that Google changes the keyword match types. In fact, in July, in just a couple of weeks, they're making, uh, they're making a huge change. And, and I'll talk about those in just a minute because they're, they're kind of, um, it's kind of a lengthy explanation, but don't forget about negative keywords because you really want to rule out, you want to rule out uh, people looking for uh, how to do it themselves. So DIY or do it yourself needs to be a negative keyword because we don't want our ads showing up to people who are looking uh, for how to DIY uh, restore, you know, fix their basement carpet. We're not, we're not looking for that uh, once it's been flooded. Um, we, we want to get, those keywords are those negative keywords on there so that when a teenager is searching for water damage on their iPhone, uh, they drop their MacBook in, in the pool or whatever, they drop their iPhone in the toilet and they're looking for what iPhone water damage. Well, we don't want Google serving up your ad and that teenager not really looking at the ad, clicking on the ad, costing you 35, 40, 50 dollars and then they get to your page and they're like, oh, this is not what I'm looking for. I, they go back and search again uh, because people don't really pay that much attention. They just click the first thing that they see. And if they were looking for water damage, they click that. And so we want iPhone to be a negative keyword, iPad, MacBook, electronic to be, to be a negative keyword there so that we're, we're not wasting money on those types of things. You need to write compelling text ads too that resonate. Don't make your ads boring. Give them some life. It needs to resonate with what the customer typed, entice them to click on you versus the competition. So if you're family owned, let everybody know that you're family owned. If you've been in business uh, for 80 years in your town, people need to know that, entice them to click there. That's where the offer would come in. It's $500 off uh, of any water damage restoration job from now until July 4th. Uh, leverage your ad extensions. And I'm going to show you some ad extensions to make sure that your ads stand out on the page. So Google offers these things called ad extensions. And it's really just an opportunity for you to take up more space on the, on the Google search results page. And so they have different kinds of extensions like phone number extensions. Um, and, and you can add just different words as extensions for your services. And we'll show you those in a second. But those give you more room uh, and take up more real estate, and that's what you want. You want to fill that page up with your information, all right? You've got to land visitors on a sol on solid, well-thought-out pages on your site that are built uh, to convert, okay? And so this, this, I just keep coming back to the landing page because that's that's important. Uh, the landing page has got to convert, and, and 
whether it is your service page that's all about water damage restoration, if that's going to be your landing page, they'll make sure that the first thing they see is what you want them to do. Is, a is it a fill out the form? Is it call your call center? What is it that you want them to do? Get it there and, and include in that page some social proof, some, some reviews, uh, some before and after pictures. Let them see your work. Let them hear from people that have worked for you've worked for and get that phone number, get that form right in front of their face and where you tell them what you want them to do. And then you wanna have some ongoing split testing, uh, some tweaking and fine tuning. That never stops. Google ads are not set them and forget them. There's ongoing split testing. Let, let, we, we have multiple versions of this same ad with just a little bit of a tweak, just a little, so a little bit of different arrangement of the words. And so you wanna try that. And so then we can see that this version is getting a 5% click-through rate. Well, this version is getting a 0.8% click-through rate. Well, we probably just need to pause that ad and shift all of our budget to the ads that are working. And so eventually you can start ruling out those variations of, of ads and, and only you're only using the top performing ones. And, and so we want to keep, we want to fine tune those. We want to keep tweaking those ads. We want to continuously be adding negative keywords really every week, developing that list so that you're not wasting money. Don't even think about spending another penny until you have conversion tracking in place, okay? So we wanted to make a big deal about that. You've got to have conversion tracking in place, uh, some call tracking and conversion tracking, and, and there are different tools for that, but we want to make sure that we know that we had a conversion, that someone did something as a result of our ads so that we can say this person, this job came from our ads and we're not throwing away our money. So some of the conversion tracking essentials that we just want to throw out there would be the dynamic number swapping with different phone numbers for PPC traffic versus organic or direct traffic. We want to know where they're coming from. And, and if someone came from social media, uh, if we have a dynamic number swapping set up with a tool like CallRail um, or Twilio, you can, you can set that up and then we'll be able to see inside of the app that this call came from the Google ad, or this call came from just a simple Google search. So we add a keyword pool with, with dynamic number swapping so that you can track those phone calls back to the keyword, back to the campaign, what keywords are performing best, what campaign is getting us the most, most uh, calls. We also wanna track the web forms. We wanna make sure that we've got our web forms connected to the conversion tracking uh, so that we can see in our analytics that this ad resulted in this person filling out a form. And so therefore, it, well, that was a lead. That was a conversion. Uh, now, did that conversion uh, into a lead convert into a paying customer? Uh, well, that's that's where your salespeople uh, come in and, and your, your phone skills there. So that's that at that point, the ads hand off to the humans and you've got to take it from there and really sell those and close those leads. Uh, but as far as the ad conversion, converting from just a click to, to an actual lead, um, we want to track those really closely, okay? Some of the most important KPIs, key performance in, indicators is, is your total spend. Uh, you may, you may, and, and this is a hard thing to, this is a hard thing to really not talk about, but, but relay in, in that you may not be spending enough. And if you're not getting results, it very well may be that it's just not enough 
because of the competition, the price of the keywords, if we're only spending $500 a month and a click is $50, well, that's 10 clicks per month. And, and it's going to take quite a few clicks. Every one of those clicks is not going to go to your website and fill out the form. Okay, so um, at, at $500 a month, it could be months before you ever get the first form fill. So that's why a lot of guys say, yeah, unless you're spending $5,000 a month, we really can't guarantee very much. Uh, so it may be that you need to increase your spend, but you're, you're thinking, well, I've been spending $1,000 a month for the past three months. It hasn't done anything. And now you're telling me I need to spend $5,000 a month. You think I should spend more? And, and because you're on the verge of saying, I'm not spending anything. I'm going to find another way to do this. Uh, but we do know that Google ads do work. Google ads are successful. But in this industry, in restoration, it just takes it takes some money. It takes some deep pockets most of the time for them to really work, depending on the market that you're in. You want to be looking at the average cost per click. How much is it costing you when someone clicks on your ad? How much is Google charging you for the different keywords? And then how much, how many, uh, how many are the cost per click? Um, how many clicks is it taking to get a lead? So uh, it may be costing you $55 a lead, but if it's taking if it's taking 10, $10 clicks to get you a lead, so there's $100 a lead. So it, it kind of comes into how much are, are you wanting to spend uh, on those leads? How much are you willing to spend? And then you need to be tracking the ROI, the return on the investment. And, and uh, how much, how many jobs have you gotten? How much profit have you made as a result of what you've invested in these ads? Now we're running out of time. And uh, so I want to get to a few more things just on how to structure your PPC campaign. You've got to break it into smaller ad groups, targeting the various service so that your ads match the text or the text ads match what the person is typing in Google. All right. So that, that's a big deal. So just really kind of on, on a, high level view. Uh, if we're going to structure the campaign, we've got a brand campaign going on, but then let's say we've got a restoration campaign going on. And so we want to, just to keep it simple, we could do a water damage restoration uh, ad group, a fire damage restoration ad group, mold remediation ad group, and maybe a smoke damage ad group. And inside of that, we've got some variation on the ads. We want to, we want to look for water damage service. People may be searching for water damage company or water damage companies, which is where the keyword variations and the keyword changes uh, come in and, and the different types of keywords that Google allows for us. And, and so we'll talk about those uh, here in, in just a second. Um, let's see here. Uh, we did have a question from Tracy. So by, by using dynamic phone number tracking with strange non-local looking numbers make you seem untrustworthy and non-local. Uh, I get that. And, and we have, I have some clients that, that they don't like the dynamic chain, numbers changing uh, because they've got their number on their trucks. They've got this number that's been around for 50 years, 30 years, and it's on all their trucks. It's on the billboard. It's on their cards. And so then they, people coming to the website seeing this number that doesn't match. Um, I understand that that could freak people out. Now, with with most services, you can um, you can choose the numbers that you're going to that are going to be your dynamic pool of numbers. So we would go after a local pool of numbers with a local uh, with a local um, area code, so that yeah, it doesn't look like someone's calling um, that that your company in New Mexico is not showing up with Atlanta. 
uh, area codes. And so, yeah, that that could look bad. And so we want to get local numbers in the that pool. And so you can choose those. Now, numbers, uh, phone numbers are getting kind of swallowed up and, and they're harder to come by. Those local area codes are harder to come by. A lot of areas like Atlanta uh, have, we've got a bunch of new area codes that even though they're local, they look uh, they look non-local and, and look a little bit untrustworthy. So people are having to warm up to that. But uh, a good call tracking service will allow you to choose a pool of numbers that does look local. So good question. Good question. Thank you for that. So uh, back to the ad groups with the, you, you want to divide these ad groups up in, in so that you can focus one ad group on water damage restoration. And so inside that ad group, we can target our keywords uh, we can target our audience and really just go after water. Uh, because if we had all those mushed up into one ad group, um, then the chips just kind of fall where they may and you can't target those and, and you end up definitely wasting a good bit of money. And th there's so much deeper you could go into this, but just to keep things simple, uh, at least make sure that you've got those ad groups broken up, um, broken up into your services, and then you can get a little more specific um, as you go. Keyword changes in 2021. Let's talk about this before we go. Uh, these are part of the changes rolled out in February, and then the remaining changes are rolling out in uh, next month, actually. So it's right around the corner. So here's the three big ones, okay? Phrase match uh, phrase match keywords are going to replace what was called broad match modifier keywords. Okay, so you used to you, you previously you've been able to have um, phrase match keywords. Okay, so phrase match keywords would be just like it sounds. Uh, it would match a phrase. So if someone types in water damage restoration, then Google's going to go look for that phrase. And when people type that phrase in, they're going to look for ads with that phrase in it. And so that's where your ad would serve would serve up. Um, then Google came out with broad match modifier keywords. So you could add things like to your phrases, you could throw in affordable or best. And so you had these modifiers just so that you were catching more impressions. Okay. So Google's finally realized that, hey, that pretty much these are overlapping. And so with the phrase match and, and the broad match modifier, uh, they're just serving the same search query. So those broad match modifiers are going away. Phrase match keywords are going to replace that. And, and so still be able to grab those phrases and, and those modifiers inside of that, like affordable are the best. Uh, all those things will be included in that. So we're not losing anything. They're just consolidating and hopefully making this simpler because it kind of can be a mess when you, you get deep in there and start looking at things. Uh, number two, broad match keywords. Uh, and, and when I say broad match, broad match is the default option. When you start adding your keywords, broad match, um, the way Google explains it is if your ad group contained the keywords tennis shoes, your ads would be el eligible to appear when a user's search contained tennis and shoes in any order. It may be shoes for tennis um, and it may just be tennis shoe. And, and so uh, th those broad match would, would encompass misspellings and plural forms and singular forms and synonyms and other relevant variations. Now, it grabs on, it helps grab some traffic that you may have missed and not thought about, 
but it also grabs a lot of irrelevant traffic too, which is why um, you would want to get in on those phrase matches so you can have a little bit more control. But you do want those broad matches so that you're, you're catching some people that you wouldn't catch normally, uh, but we want to add negative keywords to start weeding people out that are irrelevant. Uh, and then lastly, you've got it. Um, oh, well, let me say this about number two, though, but let me back to broad match keywords. Uh, they're going to utilize a lot of um, artificial intelligence to deliver more relevant searches. So with the broad match keywords, we're going to be relying on Google a lot more to find the right people. And so Google's getting smarter, but Google is still kind of a dumb robot that we've got to feed information to uh, consistently. And so then finally, you've got your exact match keywords and they're going to become more powerful and exact match keywords. Uh, that's exactly how it sounds. Search queries that mirror an exact match keyword are going to take precedence over related um, queries. And those are Google's words. Okay. So it, it's the person would need to type in the exact word. It does allow for some variation, you know, water restoration company, water restoration companies, that would still be exact, but uh, that's about as broad as it's going to get. But those exact match keywords, you want those in there because we want those clicks because if someone types that exact keyword, uh, those are, that's a way better click-through rate with those. And those are way more likely to turn into leads and more likely to turn into uh, paying customers. So uh, you, you want to take advantage and leverage all of these, uh, but you've got to spend some time on them and uh, it's a lot to sift through. And so you really, you want to start with probably uh, the broad match and then kind of start whittling things down. You need to write compelling text ads that resonate with what the customer typed and entice them to click on you versus the competition. We mentioned this a minute ago, but less is more. Keep it short and sweet. You're not trying to tell them the entire company history uh, and that you were started in, in 1972 and you're, you're, you're not trying to go too deep with that. We're trying to get their attention, tell them exactly what we want them to do. Get that offer out there. If you're offering $100 off, if you're offering an Amazon gift card, if you're offering the free inspection, reference it in the text ad and get it in there and get their attention. And then when they get to your webpage, give them one decision. If you only want phone calls, then we need a big phone call button. Call today, call now for emergency service. Call now, call now, call now. If you want them to fill out a form, because you may or may not be able to answer the phone, then, then go for the form. Go for the form. If you want to call people back, go for the form. Uh, but push for it. Don't offer four different options because the more options you give people, the more people are going to bounce. They're going to stray from your site. So tell them exactly what you want them to do. People want it easy for them. And they're probably going to be on their phone. So the idea of call now, and, and we mentioned this in the last webinar, and I would encourage you, um, texting, uh, the option to text now, uh, send us a message, text us, is huge. You've got more millennials buying uh, homes and more millennials, which means more millennials have issues where they need your services and they do not make phone calls. My wife is right on that edge, right on that line of being a, a millennial and she hates calling people. She, I don't know why, but she hates making the phone call. And so if we need a service, if we need to call somebody, we need something for the house, uh, we need a service. She's gonna text all day long, but she does not wanna make the phone call. So I, I would challenge you to start offering the text option on your website text us now and have someone monitor that. And there's lots of services 
uh, out there that you can use. And uh, we, I can, if, if you want to set up a meeting, I can tell you more about those. We have one we offer uh, and it's not expensive at all, uh, but you can put that right there on the website. People can text you and I guarantee you, you'll start grabbing more of the millennials if you offer uh, SMS messaging. You want to add that Google gives us ad extensions, and this is a big deal. Google, something that Google is doing, they're automatically adding local extensions to your ads. And what that, what I'm talking about there is if you know what the map pack is, when you, when you search something on Google, you search for a piece of a restaurant near me, you get the map pack, the three uh, top locations that have done some SEO. They're showing up in the map pack there with their reviews. And so um, every once in a while, you may see a fourth one that has ad by it. And up until now, you've had to add a local extension manually to your ads and no one really knew where those were unless you really knew what you were doing. You would have to go in there and add a local ad extension if you wanted to show up in the maps. Uh, what Google is doing, what they're rolling out this month is that they're just gonna automatically start adding local extensions for you to give you the opportunity to show up in that top spot in the map pack. So that's kind of cool. Uh, that's kind of a cool improvement. Call extensions are an option, okay? Uh, you, when you are setting up your ads, you're going to have the option, and Google's going to prompt you to add some extensions. Add call extensions. Add every extension that you can. You, you're going to have the opportunity to add some text extensions in there. You can see down here, water damage restoration, Dallas, Texas, down at the bottom. You've got emergency water cleanup, so that's an extension. Basement flood cleanup. It's going to take you to a basement flood uh, cleanup page, so that's another extension. Flood cleanup page. And so these are just giving you another line of text to take up a little more room than your competitors here. All right. So uh, do all the extensions that you possibly can. Then get them to that well thought out page. It's obvious here that we want you to call. That Flood Tech 3 wants you to call. So we've got a big old orange button there. We've got two big orange buttons. And uh, those are going to call um, the office immediately. And so we're just keeping it nice and simple and just give us a call. You wanna accelerate the lead flow, you wanna crank things up, let's just go back over these conversion tracking's gotta happen. Uh, you've gotta break them into smaller ad groups. You gotta make sure that you have a grip on those keyword match types. And if you'll just Google keyword match types, you're gonna find plenty of information there that would help you set those up uh, because you're probably not gonna remember everything that I just said. Uh, write those compelling texts, uh, leverage your ad extensions, and then get that solid, well thought out page. So finally, we'll end here. We'll land the plane here. Just wanted to give you a few questions to ask your PPC provider. Okay. Here's some questions I would ask if you're choosing, if you don't want to do this yourself, you want to hire someone to handle this. You, you, what I would ask and what you should ask. And if you, even if you want, if you wanted to consider hiring us, what you should ask us is how much of my budget is going to go to Google AdWords versus management fees, meaning how much are we spending on the ads and how much are you keeping to manage it? Um, and the management fees, they're not cheap because we've got to spend a good bit of time every week looking at your ads. We don't want to just sit them and forget them or, or you're, going to, you're going to lose money. What type of tracking will you be putting in place? Do you use AdWords call and web form conversion trackings? Um, it, what, what, what are you using? What, how will you know if it's a PPC call versus an organic call? How will we track the KPIs? Am I going to have a dashboard? Am I going to have somewhere I can go look and see what's going on with my ads? Um, will you be setting up specific landing pages for the ads group? 
or will the traffic just be directed to the homepage? You need to know that. Do you split test ads for each ad group? Do you give some variations so we can learn what's performing better and then go with the better performing ads? Will you, will you be leveraging all of the ad extensions to make my ads stand out in the search results? Are you gonna take advantage of those? Do you even know about those? And then what, of our, what are our targets in terms of cost per lead and return on investment? Uh, so what are those numbers? We, let, let's do some math. How much are we willing to spend on a lead? And if how many clicks is it gonna to take to get one of those? How much is a click? Uh, and so if it clicks $50, then we, and it's taking 10 clicks to get a lead, that's $500. Well, how many lead, how, how much money are you willing to spend? Um, are you willing to spend $10,000 to get five uh, solid, or, or I'm sorry, are you willing to, to spend that much money, $500 on a lead? And if we want 10 leads a month, then that's gonna be about $5,000 to get, to get that many leads. And uh, it's probably gonna get more. We see with the, with the $5,000 spend, once those ads are dialed in, we usually see um, 20 leads a month on the low end, 40 leads a month on, on the high end, if you're spending in, in that range. Um, and so what's my return on my investment gonna be? And none of the, no one can guarantee you any of that. Those numbers I just threw out, I could not guarantee that. Uh, but that would, be, that would be the target, that would be the goal. It'd take a little time to get there, especially if you've never ran ads before. What makes our campaigns different? We, we do all the things that I just mentioned. We split them up into ad groups. We set up landing pages. We use true conversion optimization. Uh, we track the calls. Uh, we, we set up multiple text ads so that we can, we can rotate in the best converting ads each month. So we can get those click-through rates uh, going up and the quality scores going up and, and your costs going down. And you're gonna have a dashboard with us that you can go in and look at anytime and see the most important metrics. And, and we're just gonna tell you how much, you're gonna set a budget that you wanna spend with Google. And if you tell us, hey, I wanna spend 5,000 with Google, all 5,000 is gonna to go to Google and, and you're gonna see that every month. And then the management fees uh, would go to us. And, and, and so we're completely transparent with that. And so if you wanna talk, if you wanna talk, you can post less talk in the chat or you can shoot me an email at jono at restorationmarketingexperts.com. Uh, you, can, you can also, um, set up a free marketing strategy session. We'll look at your online visibility. We'll look at your rankings. We'll look, see how you're doing on, on directories, your online reviews, your social media. We'll just look at all of that. Look at your pay-per-click campaigns. And if you're interested in that, you can go to restorationmarketing.link slash strategy. We'll drop it in the chat there. Or you can just give us a call at 404-260-3213. Set that up. It's not going to be a hard sell. I'm not going to give you another PowerPoint presentation. We'll just look at your stuff. I'll answer questions. Any questions you have, we'll tell you what we do. Maybe we're a good fit. Maybe we're not. We're not a perfect fit for everybody. Uh, but maybe you can take something that we give you and, and use it and, uh, and everybody's happy. But maybe we are a good fit for you. And so let's at least talk about it. So you can set something up on our calendar at restorationmarketing.link slash strategy, or you can give us a call uh, at 404-260-3213. Thank you for listening. If you're looking for personalized suggestions to help grow your restoration business through digital marketing, please email jono at restorationmarketingexperts.com.